Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the new episode. I hope you had an amazing weekend behind you and I hope you're ready to tackle this week and ready for new adventures that this week is going to bring your way. I'm going to be completely honest with you. My last week was really eventful. Let's put it that way. A lot of obligations, a lot of running around and just from one appointment to another. And I genuinely didn't have time to sit down and record a podcast episode. And as I'm recording this right now, it is currently almost 8 p.m. on a Sunday evening and I've been debating with myself all day, am I just going to postpone this episode for a day or two or am I going to actually sit down and do this and keep a promise to myself? And since I'm here, you can guess what I chose. So this is how keeping promises to yourself sometimes looks like and I wanted to stay that just so that you know that we all sometimes find ourselves in these situations when we simply don't have time for certain things. Life happens, obligations happen, and there is nothing that you can do about that. But what you can do is influence how are you going to do life and are you going to keep promises to yourself. And I promise myself that we will have an episode every Monday. So a weekly episode coming your way to start the week in a right way. So that That's what we are doing right now, recording an episode at 8 p.m. on a Sunday evening and hopefully the editing won't take too long and I'll be able to post this on a normal schedule. Fingers crossed. So since, as I said, I had a pretty eventful week, I didn't really have time to sit down and brainstorm on this week's episode, which is something that I usually do. I just take a little bit of time, sit down and I'm like, okay, what do I feel like I want to share and just write a few notes so that I know in what direction the episode is going to go and what I'm going to be talking about. But since I really didn't have time about that, I had a small conversation with myself and I was like, we either post an episode that is completely unplanned without any type of brainstorming or we don't keep a promise to ourselves. Since I chose that we are keeping promises to ourselves, I thought to talk about one thing that usually a lot of people ask me and this is one of the most frequent questions that I get in my DMs on Instagram and that is how do I start journaling? How do I start meditating? And so on. So I decided today that I'm going to give you my story on how I started journaling, how I started meditating. And no, it's not really a typical story in a way like, you know, I saw it online and stuff like that. It goes way, way, way back. But hearing my story, I'm pretty sure that you will be able to pull out some things and hear how I started and maybe apply it to your life, maybe use something that could help you. And just you know start journaling because this is a thing that is going to change your life so much I cannot even describe it to you how much my life has changed ever since I started doing that and honestly it hasn't been even that long I started in 2020 so it's been pretty much just two and a half years now and when I look back where I was just two and a half years ago and where I am now I can assure you I have never made progress in my life as fast as I did in the past two and a half years in different areas of my life. I truly believe that this has something to do with it and that I can thank the journaling and meditating and just 
focusing on myself and doing the self-growth work because this is what is going to change your life. So, okay, let's get to the story and just enjoy while I talk and take out of the story what speaks to you the most. I'm going to give a few like tips of what you can do and then you're going to hear what I chose. But once again, there is no one size fits all. We're all different and just do what feels right for you because at the end of the day, that's what all of this self-growth work is. It is about doing what feels right for you. Okay, so let's get to the story. Are you ready to start believing all things are possible? Create the absolute best version of yourself and find your own definition of healthy inside and out. Welcome to the Make It Personal podcast. I'm your host, Dorotea, and together we will cover the topics all about mindset, self-development, self-confidence, and self-love, combined with nutrition and movement to help you discover your personal balance of body and mind. There is no one size fits all to anything, and connecting to your personal self is the only way to go. Let mindset be your best friend, no matter what you choose to do. It's time you finally create that version of yourself you keep dreaming about. Let's make it personal. As you know, the first episode that I recorded was all about my story and how I got to where I am now. But that was more of a story regarding weight loss and regarding nutrition science and regarding yoga and regarding influencer stuff that I do, like how did I get to that point? And whenever I tell my before and after story, let's put it that way, I always mention that journaling was one big part of it, but I never actually share a complete story. So this is what we are going to do right now. So my story regarding self-growth, personal development, law of attraction, however you want to call it, goes way back when I was 13 years old. I genuinely think that in a way, indirectly, I can thank my mom for introducing me to a lot of things that I use now on a daily basis. And she never sat me down and told me, you have to do this, this is good for you and whatnot. She was just doing these things for herself. And you know, like kids always usually watch their parents and they want to do the things that parents do. So this is kind of what I did growing up. My mom would go to these Reiki workshop, crystal workshops, but just for, you know, fun. And she was reading different types of books regarding self-development and stuff like that. And it was uh, genuinely something that was interesting her in a way. Uh, But I also have to like really emphasize this. So my mom is an accountant and this part of her is completely contradictory to this whole other segment. She's very down to earth she's very analytical type of person but she holds a place in her heart and in her mind at least that's how I see it mom I hope that I'm not saying this wrong but this is how I see it like she's very down to earth she's really good at what she does she knows all the laws and she's very analytical but then there is this part of her that is very open-minded and very interested in all of those things that are not the things that are from this world if that makes sense like not the realistic type of things not the down-to-earth type of things and I find it genuinely very interesting to see how we truly can be both of two different worlds because she's good at one and the other so my mom was always this type of person that you know she was interested in all of those things and this was one of those things that you just like to do in your own free time and this is how you like to spend your free time so sometimes she would go to these Reiki workshop and like crystal seminars and 
And I don't know, I used to go with her to many different places, not just like this. I used to go with her to aerobic classes and actually one of her instructors ended up being my PE teacher in elementary, which is a whole another story. But anyways, so I used to like sometimes just go with her and this is kind of how I got introduced into this world, but I never took it seriously. It was more of a, you know, like I was a kid back then, like even before when I was 13 years old, it was more of a let's go and spend time with mom and you know later we go for I don't know ice cream just hang out and it was something that every kid likes and the kid isn't really about where we are it's more about who we are with in a way she was doing the things that she loves but I was there and we were having a great time together and then when I was 13 years old I remember this very very well and this is probably one of the strongest memories I have regarding this whole personal development the book secret came out back then and my mom for some reason she was working a lot and the book was selling out super super fast and since she was working long hours uh, she simply didn't have the opportunity to go to a bookstore and buy this book and she was like can you please go and buy this book and I was like huh no I don't feel like it I don't know and she was literally jumping on my head every day and she was like please 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 go 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 you have to buy this book and I was like okay mom I will go I will get this for you and I went after my school was over which was around let's say I think 1 p.m and uh, I went and bought the book and came back home with it and since you know I came back home around let's say 2 p.m I would usually spend afternoons by myself back then since my parents worked till like 5 p.m let's say and I came home and I was bored and I had nothing smarter to do and I was like "Hmm, let's just go a little bit through this book and see what's inside and then I started reading this book and I have never in my life read a book so fast as back then I remember when my mom came home this was like three hours of me just reading this book non-stop when she came home she was like oh you know did you buy the book and I was like yeah I bought it and I almost read already half of it <laughs> so pretty much I read the book before her I read the book it in a way influenced me but I was already I think the reason why it influenced me so much was because it was something that I was genuinely already kind of aware and something that I believed in myself deep down and that is whatever you want and want to put the effort in you are going to attract it and this was on a whole another level and now that I'm like way ahead regarding this personal development this book barely even scratches the surface of anything but back then there weren't many other books that were talking about this I mean they were but they were not as popularized I think that this book was the one that started the popularization of this whole topic among the general public and so on so I read the book and I was like yeah this is great I agree with this 100% and this book stuck with me in my mind in my head and I just went on with my life and never touched anything regarding personal development regarding law of attraction regarding whatever so it stayed on that it stayed on that where I was just listening to my mom talking about her hobbies and going with her from time to time just like hanging out and just living my own life and not really being into that at all I was not against it but I was just I don't know I roger that I read the book let's now move with our life and then we're gonna fast forward to when I was 25 26 years old so this is like 13 years after 
after that. So for 13 years, nothing. So when I was 25 years old, a lot of things happened in my personal life. And I'm not going to get into depth about that because it's not really relevant to this story. But let's just put it that way that my mindset was the worst that it has ever been. I was just so low and I still had this self-confidence inside of me, but I felt like I couldn't pull myself out of this deep pit that I ended up in regarding my mindset. And I simply, you know, started searching for solutions because I did not know what else to do. And this period of my life, it wasn't just a month or two me feeling this way. It was a full year of me feeling this way. My mindset was really broken for like a good year. Let's maybe even say like eight to nine months, but we can circle it around to a year. The fun part is that, you know, the the shit started happening in January. So you can look at this year from January till December because that's legit how how the things were evolving back then. So anyways, I was simply not feeling good. And then somewhere halfway there, more or less, I started realizing that I needed to change something. So I started Googling a little bit and there is this Croatian motivational speaker, but she talks more about law of attraction and personal development type of things. And I started listening to her a little bit. And that was actually when I realized, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I started listening to this woman, but she looked like very familiar to me. And my mom was like, yeah, I know that's the one that I was listening years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember you were listening to her, but back then she wasn't that popular. And with time she started becoming more popular and more people knew about her, more people started listening to her. And that's in a way how she was suggested on my YouTube channel. So I was like, oh yeah, you listened to her and noted that and I'm just gonna keep listening to that. And there wasn't any particular moment or that someone said, oh, you have to journal, oh, you have to meditate or whatever else. There was no particular moment. I think that just with time, as I was listening more and more to that type of content, I was starting to realize that, you know, listening to personal development is one thing, but putting this into work and putting this into practice is a whole another work. And if you really want to change something in your life, you really have to practice this and you really have to do the work. You know, you wouldn't believe it's kind of the same thing. You can listen to trainers talking about working out as much as you want. You can listen to nutritionists talking about a healthy and a balanced diet as much as you want. But if you do not put in the work, you won't see results. And it's pretty much the same with personal development. We can all listen to like motivational speakers and it doesn't even have to be this personal development law of attraction type of content that you're listening. Maybe it's just motivational videos or motivational podcasts or whatever you might be reading. Maybe like just some religious things that you believe in. It doesn't really matter. But as long as you're just listening, maybe it's going to give you that initial boost to, you know, change stuff, but it's just going to stay at that level. It's just going to stay at initial spark, let's say. And then when that initial spark is gone, you won't have any energy and you'll probably say like, oh, this is not working and blah, blah, blah. But the thing is like, you have to put in the work and actually do all that shadow work behind and work on your limiting beliefs. And why do you think this way? And really dig deep down, like, why am I like this? And why am I this way? And how do I change for the better? So I was listening to that type of content for probably like a good half a year or so. And then we come to end December of that year. And, you know, the new year is around the corner and we always set goals for the new year. And I told myself, okay, I'm going to start journaling from the 1st of January, 
2020. I told myself it's not going to be a big journaling spree. I'm just going to do the gratitude journaling because that's the one that I've kept hearing most about because they say that the more grateful you are for things, the more you're going to see all of those beautiful things happening in your life. Even when like bad things happen to you, you will understand and learn how to shift your focus from the less positive stuff to more positive stuff and be grateful for the good things you have in your life even when bad things are happening even when you face challenges and so on like this is the thing that is going to change your life back then I was celebrating new years at a friend's house at the seaside and I genuinely didn't know anyone there really well and I slept at their place for probably like a whole week because I went from the capital of Croatia to the seaside and needed a place to stay and I was sleeping in there and it was just like a a whole week of hanging out with different people. What's good is that those type of people were also in personal development type of things. I don't know if they were journaling back then, but I brought this notebook with me, like completely fresh start notebook. And I, I promised myself I'm going to start gratitude journaling from the 1st of January. And then 1st of January happened and I woke up and I was like, what now? I was sleeping in the living room then. And I was like, I have to journal pretty much in front of all of these people and it was really weird for me like really really weird for me but I promised myself once again coming back to promising stuff to yourself no matter what this is how keeping promises to yourself look like it means you're going to keep promises to yourself even when it feels weird even if the conditions are not perfect this is how keeping promises to yourself looks like so I remember feeling really weird it wasn't super uncomfortable but I felt really weird for two factors one factor is that I didn't have my own peace. I wasn't in my own home. And the second factor is that I genuinely found journaling, you know, this was a new thing. And when you try new things, you're not necessarily good at them, right? So I remember taking the notebook out and I remember even like hiding with my hands so no one would see what I was writing. But no one said a thing. Like that's the thing. Like people are gonna let you do your thing. Like maybe they're gonna ask you what you're doing, but just do you. Like no one is going to take this as a bad thing maybe if you're surrounded with wrong people thankfully I was surrounded with people that are in this personal development everyone in their own way but still like no one was journaling back then and I remember just (laughs) writing this and like hiding with my hands and no one would see and I wrote it down and I was like okay one day done let's move on and so I kept doing that for like six days I remember because on the 6th of January we have a national holidays as well and I remember that I was going back home after this national holiday so I remember it took me like six days of really uncomfortable situation, uh, weird type of journaling. And the weird part is that actually after day five, it started becoming completely normal to me. I remember this so vividly. I opened my notebook on the sixth day. So after like five days, I opened my notebook and I started writing and it felt so freeing and it felt so right. And I was like, oh, so it just takes practice. It is supposed to be weird. Everything is weird when you try it for the first time. You're not going to be good at anything you do when you try it for the first time. And that was the moment when I realized, okay, I just have to keep going and keep doing this. So I started with gratitude journaling and I'm going to give you some tips here that you can use to your own advantage. Once again, there is no right or wrong when it comes to journaling. You can just pour your heart and your mind on paper, whatever comes to your mind. But if you really don't know what to write and how to start with this, 
this and especially if you're not a person that is good with writing and expressing their thoughts how I started is I'm not that bad at expressing myself but I simply didn't know how to do that so the way that I started was that I was writing sentences and I never put a number that I had to write like a number of sentences that I have to do but the sentence was always I am grateful for this I am grateful for this today I am grateful for this like thank you universe God whatever for this today I'm grateful for this because so I would just write sentences but if you're someone who really struggles with expressing your thoughts and feelings then I would suggest maybe doing bullets maybe like do a column today I'm grateful for and then put like three dots like three bullets and uh, write one thing second thing third thing and that's it this is the smallest you can start with and as I said you have to keep showing up even when it's uncomfortable when it's weird and before you know it it's going to become something completely normal to you because we have never been taught this we have never you know no one showed us that we are supposed to do this that we are supposed to keep saying gratitudes and also here I really do want to emphasize another thing and that is that you necessarily don't have to write this down you don't have to journal regarding gratitudes you can just lie down and just list a few things in your mind the emotion and the intention is what matters the most how you feel like the whole point of this whole process is you awakening this emotion of gratitude in your soul in your mind so that your mind slowly starts to change and notice all of those good things that you have in your life and that you could be grateful for so it doesn't have to necessarily be journaling but since we are talking about journaling I'm just giving you some tips how you can start with also another thing that I highly advise everyone once you write that whether it's bullet or sentences or whatever else you wrote sit down and just take a moment and just reread everything from the start and really feel every sentence or every bullet point in your soul in your heart in your mind really feel what's on that paper it doesn't take you long like writing a few sentences and then rereading this it can take just five minutes of your day and these five minutes are going to change your life but for me if I had to take out one thing that really changed everything is that part the rereading part and I think that this is one of those things that not a lot of girls talk about you know now this journaling is very popularized and we talk a lot about journaling and how to start and they tell you what you can write but no one talks about this that you actually have to really feel what you wrote this is the most important factor and the factor that is going to catapult you mindset wise into a better version of yourself another thing when you're starting out and that's how I started out is just listing things that I was aware of that I have in my life that I'm grateful for and then with time I actually started writing down things I'm grateful for and those things were not things that I had in my life those were the things that I wished for to have in my life so I don't know let's say you want a car that's the first example that comes to my mind like I want a car and you keep saying gratitudes every morning I am so grateful for the dream car that I had that I was able to afford and I would write this daily and I was kind of combining things that I do have in my life so that I keep the gratitude for the things that I have but also I started doing gratitudes for the things that I do not have yet sometimes I would write just this sentence I am thankful for everything that I have and everything that I am yet to have or become or get or whatnot and there is another sentence that comes to my mind regarding money mindset and abundance I am thankful for the money that comes to me from the sources I expect it to come from but also the sources that I don't expect it to come from like kind of unexpected sources and this is also one of those sentences that really can ch- 
shift your mind. But the whole point is that you shift your mind, that you evoke this emotion inside you and that you stop seeing this world as this black hole, but more of seeing the light even when you face challenges, even when bad things happen to you. So this is how I started journaling and how I am actually doing journaling even up to this day. It's something that changes with time. The more you write, the better you are at writing and the more you will be able to write. In the beginning, I remember it was so difficult to list even like three things that I was supposed to list. But now when I sit down and I have to write gratitudes, it happens that I can write full page or so. And sometimes I have to be like, okay, let's just focus on the most important ones. Because if I keep writing all the things that I'm grateful for, it's going to be a never ending story. So the more you write, the better you become at writing. It's normal for it to be weird. But the more you keep showing up, the more you keep practicing, the better you're going to get at it. And it's going to become something completely normal to you. And you won't be able to imagine your life without it pretty much. And then also, I do want to add another thing regarding journaling is that with time, I started scripting and scripting is something where you kind of write how your future day or your future life is going to look like. So you pretty much write how you expect your day to look like, but you write it on this completely unexpected level, unrealistic level. And then the, the, the fun part is when you look back, you start realizing, oh my God, that actually happened. That actually happened. For me, it's really difficult to explain this, but you really start to open yourself for new possibilities, new opportunities, because when we are not grateful, when we are not really good mindset wise, we are very close in our own world of overthinking and just not having nice thoughts. And when we shift the focus to better thoughts, to better mindset, it's kind of like we opened our eyes and we see this whole world that was right here, but we were too blind to see it. I think that's the better description that I could give you what this gratitude journaling is going to give you. It's going to pretty much open your eyes so that you can see uh, all the possibilities that are around you and that have been here all along, but you were just not aware of them, too blind to see. As simple as that. And regarding meditation, I genuinely do not know when this happened. My mom as well is someone who meditates. So this is something that I saw a lot, but I never tried or maybe I tried like a few times, but never stick with it. But I did start with just journaling. And I think that somewhere along the way, after a few months, I started introducing uh, meditations into my life. And this was not something that I was doing daily. It was more like when I felt like it. So I, I never forced it. I never forced myself. Oh, I have to do this daily. I have to do this in the morning. I have to do this in the evening. Like, no, whenever you start noticing that you have to force either journaling or meditations, rather drop it and wait until you feel ready for it. Because if you force it, it's not going to give you the results that you want. Just think about it. Whenever you force anything in your life, nothing good comes out of it, right? And if you force this thing that is supposed to help you so much, and it's going to be forced, so it's not going to come from a place of love, from a place of gratitude, it's going to be very, let's say, fake, <laughs> you know, and you're not going to see results with it. And then you're going to be even more frustrated because, oh, I'm doing all the work and I don't see the result and I'm showing up every day, even if I don't feel like it, I've been showing up every single day and I don't see the results. I don't understand why I don't see the results. It's exactly because of that. 
because you are forcing it. Yes, it's okay for things to be weird and not normal, but there is a difference where you keep showing up even though it feels like a little bit uncomfortable, but you keep showing up for yourself. And the difference between you keep showing up when you really don't feel like it, you would much rather do a bazillion of other things than that. This is the moment where you need to take a step back and be like, okay, I don't have to meditate today. I don't have to meditate tomorrow. I'll come back when the soul in me feels right about it. So that's exactly how my approach was. I never forced it. I was slowly opening myself to it more and more. And when you're starting out with meditations, the great place to start with is just choosing different types of guided meditations. You can find them a bunch on YouTube. And nowadays, like you can find them anywhere and just do the guided meditations where someone is guiding you. But then again, this whole meditation is also a personal experience and some people prefer to just sit in silence or just listen to a constant noise. For example, like noise of the fan or the noise of the air conditioning or something like that or the water dropping. Also, like when you sit on the beach and just stare blankly and listen to the waves crashing the shore, like this is also one sort of meditation. So meditation is not really just sitting down, having to close, having to think, or actually the meditation is completely opposite of having to think. It's actually quieting your mind. So whatever brings you this peace and quiet in your mind, this is meditation. And no, you don't have to do it daily, but you do have to do it when it feels right. Otherwise, it's not going to be okay. So if you're a complete beginner, my first advice is don't force it. Open yourself for it. Try it out. There are different types of meditations. If you don't like the first one that you try it out, keep searching. We are all different and we all like different types of meditations. So just test it out. Try it out. Don't force it. Take your time. It's okay if you don't do it daily. It's okay if you skip a day, two week, month. It's completely okay. As with everything with time, uh, with practice, it's going to become something completely normal to you. And the benefit you're going to have from this is completely out of this world. If nothing else, it's going to calm your anxiety. I'm actually someone, I, I never talked about this, but I'm actually someone who struggles a little bit with anxiety. And sometimes I do meditations just so that I calm down my heartbeat, that I calm down my mind. Because when you're anxious, you're overthinking, your mind is running crazy. So you need something to quiet the mind and quiet the space in your heart. So sometimes I use it just for that. And then with time, you can do different types of meditations, visualizations, and just for relaxation or for a particular topic. There are different types of meditations for health, for success, for love, for like self-confidence, self-love, like whatever comes to your mind. I promise you there is a meditation out there for that and the different type of meditation. So you just have to find something that works for you. It's a trial and error and experimenting and seeing what works for you and what brings you the most benefit. But the most important factor is that whatever you do, you do not force it. And whatever you do, that you really feel this deep down in your heart because both journaling and meditation have nothing to do with mindset or mind or analytical part of you. They both have more to do with the, let's say, creative uh, part of you. That is where your emotions are. Okay, so that's the end of this episode. I genuinely thought that this would be a short, quick episode. And I've been talking for quite some time now. So once again, fingers crossed that I'll be able to edit this fast, but I'm sure I will. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, feel free to screenshot this episode, post it on your stories, tag me so that I can see it, repost it, whatever comes to your mind. If you have other further questions about journaling, 
or meditation or anything similar to these topics, feel free to always send me a message and we can chat in depth. And I'm going to leave you now up until the next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.